0: Here's part two of my interview with Eric Battle. Um,
1: well, yeah, you know, it was, you know, he was a—he's a, hes an admirable character. Um, and again, it's like I think for um, for a, a a a man of color who. Uh, who, you know who was around in the in the time frame in the time period where you know that you have him in, for him to like be able to like travel, travel to different countries and and do the things that he he did. On one hand, it's uh you know I think people in general may think, oh you know a black man couldn't do those things back in that day because you know it's like you know we, you know we didn't we didn't travel the world and. You know, uh, <laughs> confront confront evil. You know, on different planes and those sorts of things. But it's like, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like people. You know, we, we found our we found ways to like travel. You know, travel to other countries and cities and and uh, you know, all the time. Um, but but you know, having having the wherewithal to do it and the courage to do it and the means to do it. You know, sometimes you know those were those those were challenges, but, um, you know it's like we weren't all in one place.
0: Yeah, thank you. You
1: know, <laughs> yes, thank you. So you know that so that again and that, that you you built expansive uh, playing field for him was was exciting that he had a worldview that 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 spans you know uh that was bigger than where he like wherever he presently resided again it's just like it just showed it just showed like as a a young a young reader that you know it's impossible um and again there's there's always a way to do something um and just just to have a curiosity of what's what's beyond your your neighborhood your family uh you know and your your friends you know what what's beyond the their world thinking. that
0: you yeah right the world that you've been so far introduced you know how much bigger exactly. can it be yeah. yeah yeah you know it's funny because that's and 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 folks we did not rehearse this uh <laughs> eric you just hit on one of my personal points uh as as a child you know i was a single parent my mom's you know, and we were not, any. we had no money, okay, so we were raised, uh, I was raised with, you know, nothing in the background except whatever money was in the house at the time, so the idea of traveling other cities in the United States, let alone other countries, was financially impossible at that time, and one of the things that I did as a kid was, you know, I watched television a lot, and I liked to watch some of the syndicated tv shows that were coming into the states at that time um for like a half hour there was like ivanhoe and, which mm-hmm. actually at that time starred a very young roger moore who everybody knows went on to play the saint and james bond uh there were you know uh, foreign films and comedies and mysteries that i watched so for me i knew the world went beyond my block or my neighborhood and i was always curious about it because i was seeing these these images and i wanted to know where else was this Um, And and even my bus pass later years when i got you know a little bit older and had a bus pass you know i would get on the bus and want to ride it to the end of the line because i wanted to Mm -hmm. see what else was out there beyond what i knew got myself in trouble once or twice with mom not telling her where i was going but you know you know i survived (laughs) couldn't walk for a while but i survived but you know the reality is yes the curiosity that most young people come into this world with is you know how do things work Wh- what's what else is out there and yeah. that's a healthy thing and when we suppress it you know we actually tell them there are limits to what you can accomplish and mm-hmm. if you're yeah and if you're people who are in a press situation or you're people who are in a, a distress situation and you're constantly hearing no you can't you can't don't bother don't think stop asking then what you wind up with is, A, people with limited view or visions of their capacity, and you, I'm sorry, some of them wind up as very frustrated, angry folk. Yeah. Because I never got to fly, I never got to spread my wings, I never got to accomplish the things, yeah, dream, the, the things that I could accomplish, I never got to do that. And that doesn't leave you as a satisfied human being. So, you know, blackjack definitely, the child in me, if you will, I often talk about that, the child in me, always wanted to get out there and see what else there was and, and then you know the, the the kid who wanted to be a hero and a, an adventure and everything that also is mixed in there so when i finally got to create this character yeah i i had that in my head in the back area there as as motivator to get this mm-hmm. done and to have a good time with it and hopefully not just create a black hero for black people but to create a black hero for all so that you right. know everybody began to get an idea like well maybe they they might start out by going oh that never could have happened and then I throw in some history and then they go oh wait a minute <laughs> you know and start exploring you know on their own so that that was definitely a part of the goal and I'm I'm glad that that you said what you did I, I'm curious you know we, we're talking about Aaron being um, a period piece you know it takes place in the 1930s and society was what it was as a matter of fact you know Diversity was not a word that was used, you know, in terms of bettering uh, other cultures, you know, existence here. Uh, Racism was far more uh, accepted, you know, as the everyday kind of thing. Uh, People had their place, quote unquote. And there was also just basic limitations in how one got around the world anyway, if you were traveling, let alone if you were a black person and not expected to travel or not allowed on certain conveyances and things. So... All of those difficulties, racism, separatism, all of that, existed in the 1930s, 1940s. And Blackjack standing, you know, trying to stand tall and and moving, you know, uh, despite those things, moving forward is a big part of the story and the adventures that he has. What I'm going to ask, though, is looking at present-day society, do you feel that these kind of stories and this character have a place now or have we played our, our, our song and should pack up our instruments and go home
1: oh oh no no the story the story always has to be told and it's and it's more it's more important well it's always important one because um, for you know for young readers um, again it shows it shows that uh, that there are you know there there are, there are many things to be explored in the world. When I was younger, you know, reading comic books, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but reading comic books for me was was a learning experience. Mm. Where you know I would come across words that I didn't I'm you know that I didn't I didn't know the definitions of. Mm-hmm. So you know coming across a, a word that like say Mister Fantastic, uh, you know. Said in, a, in an issue of the Fantastic Four, you know, it was it grew a greater um,
0: vocabulary appreciation for sure. yeah.
1: and relationship between me and a dictionary. You know yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. So, yeah. To children, everything is new. Mm. So, um, any any time that you know a young reader comes across information that sparks curiosity, and hopefully action from that curiosity. You know that's a great thing. Um, in terms of whether the story is relevant, I I I, I believe it is greatly relevant to today because, unfortunately, in 2018, xenophobia has uh, reared its head again.
0: Mm
1: hmm. Um, and it's like wow, you know, what you know people are stoking the flames of, of fear of the other, and it's like, you you would think that information wasn't greatly available to everyone, but, you know, everyone's walking around with a cell phone in their hands, not realizing, you know, they're they're taking selfies and those sorts of things, but you've got a mini computer in your hand. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for, for the information to be at our fingertips, and but we're not using it to its fullest potential is disheartening. The only thing that I, I guess I fear is that convenience has dampened people's curiosity because, again, it's like um, mm-hmm. I, I love I love I, you know it's like I've got tons of books and I love the smell of old books.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I like you know I like the tangibility of flipping the pages. Right. Um. So, but you know, it's like you know, just hearing that you know. Uh, you know, a lot people don't read as much anymore, and you know their their attention spans are, are shorter, and, and and you know, and then you know again, you know they'll they'll get bits of information and not explore the the relevance or the just even the truthfulness of some some of that information. Right. Uh, and and again, just just exploring and wanting to learn more about everything. You know, because um, to me, it's like the reading comic books and books in general. It's it's you know, it's it's a pathway to just like it's a pathway to the world.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, it's funny. Lots of people have have for years. Certainly, you know, even in my childhood, I would constantly hear people talking about books being the window to the world, meaning that mm-hmm. that you know, you could live anywhere. You know, and at this point, we're talking in the United States. You could live anywhere in the United States, never leave that particular neighborhood or town or city and you pick up these different books and you're in the orient and you're in switzerland and you're in africa and you're in you know uh, even another part of the u.s you know and seeing things and learning about things and learning about life experiences that you have not had yourself and and so comics not only from you know from my experience comics comic books in particular not only became um, an addendum to that experience but for some people, it became the first window they opened because you know, either reading was a challenge for them or, mm-hmm. as you said, even then, attention span. I don't want to read a, you know, hundreds of words on a page, but if I'm looking at these pictures and I'm reading the few words in a caption box or the few comments that a person's making and a few thought bubbles, and you know, I I, I'm seeing the images, you know, I get through 22 pages. And if mm-hmm. every day you're reading 22 pages... My God, by the end of the week, what have you done? Right. You know, so so that and you mentioned Mr. Fantastic. I have friends that I went to junior high and high school with who went into scientific fields because they wanted Mm -hmm. to be Reed Richards building some interdimensional, you know, time space continuum device or some hovercraft or some other fantastic gadget. And maybe they didn't wind up doing that specific thing but it stimulated an interest in them for the sciences and technology that eventually became their career. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I guarantee you they did not get their degrees by reading more comic books and no books. <laughs> you know,
1: you know,
0: they had to pick up some major-sized volumes in order to get through those courses and to wind yeah. up with the careers they had. So I think going back to to Aaron Day, you know, to Blackjack and, and his universe, I think from from not only, you know, and again, I never forgot I wanted to entertain as well. Not only from a, an entertainment standpoint, but also from an enlightenment standpoint, uh, educational, historical, and so forth. I chose that era because I wanted to in that package say we were there and we mm-hmm. weren't just there as porters and butlers and shoe shines and things like that. Yeah. And we were in and even things have been discovered since i created blackjack in terms of things that that african-americans did you know or certain iconic characters that may have been based on african-americans you know even more of that information has come out since the nineteen nineties but you know ultimately to to recognize even if you know you, you talk about uh... glory the movie glory with morgan freeman and denzel washington and you know all of those that was about blacks in the Civil War, and there's still people who didn't know that we, we fought in the Civil War. Yeah. You know, there there were blacks in World War One and World War II, and there's still people who didn't know that, yes, we were units in World War Two. There was a unit of black soldiers who actually were part of the vanguard that, that liberated certain concentration camps. They saw the same atrocities that whites and Jews saw in that time period but never got a chance to talk about it there were Japanese American right. soldiers who fought in the European theater who were some of the, the fiercest fighters on the American side who couldn't talk about their accomplishments when they came back because Japanese were still considered for that time period the enemy so we can't yeah. glorify them so they had to keep their, their, their accomplishments silent for thirty years or forty years so I think that it you know you said earlier you know if unless we are aware of where we come from and what's gone before we're doomed to repeat those mistakes and and certainly certain folks will encourage us to be ignorant and unaware of the accomplishments and i think that it is yeah and it's on us as creators to do what we can to rail against that and i'm not talking about necessarily you know launching the revolution but you know ultimately if you're in a position to enlighten enlighten just just do you know, and that's that's what and, I've always hoped would be one yeah. of the effects of blackjack.
1: Yeah, that, and just um again, you know, it it's what, what you said earlier is that sh- just sh- you know you wanted to tell stories that showed that yeah you know, we were there and we were always there and you know where, wherever there is
0: we're,
1: <laughs> we're, we're we're there. Yep. And you know, but like people would <clears throat> some people would have us believe that we weren't and and. Um,
0: and if we were, it was insignificant.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, and, and unfortunately, you know, when when that kind of thing gets perpetrated for so long after so many years, we start to believe it too. So then, you know, we don't we we don't we don't think about what our our true potential is.
0: Mm. Um,
1: and you know, and, it, it, and again, it, you know, so at, you know, at different points, we, you know, we, our accompli- our accomplishments get stunning. Yeah. Because yeah. our scope is stunning. It's just truly important that um, to, to tell those stories, because otherwise, those they, they will, those stories will be erased.
0: Right. And they're oh, yeah. being erased. Yeah
1: yeah um yep. so it 's like
0: well we got to be careful of that on both sides too i will I will step forward and say two things uh, uh one of the other people I interviewed uh mentioned you know creating allies you know acknowledging our allies in this in this forward motion this 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 effort that we 're trying to make to uh, to to become more aware of our own accomplishments but also to make the world more aware to 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 also honor the people who st- who are not African American or not black or whatever who step mm-hmm. up and, and support that. And one of the things is I know that my, my, my buddy, Chris Ryan, who's a, who's a lovely Irish boy, all right, um, he for years has been involved in the project. And one of, his, his first, one of the stories he first put to me some years ago, which we literally only did about two years ago finally, was uh, Blackjack Ransom for a Dead King. And that was one of the short stories, the anthology stories that we did. So it no, no, it's not a comic or a graphic novel. And it's about Mansa Musa.